Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Revelation chapter 19, and it begins with those three words, after these things. Now, chapter 19, verse number one, marks the beginning of a new vision. Heaven is rejoicing because of God's justice and the fullness of salvation. And they break out in praise, and we see why. First off, they praise God because of his character. Notice in verse number one where it says salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord. They praise him because uh, God is worthy to be praised. Then they praise him because his judgment is righteous. Notice verse number two, for true and righteous are his judgments. Then they praise him in verse halfway through verse two through three because Babylon's rebellion has ended. And then they praise him because he is in control. They're praising God, the servants and those who fear in verse number five. But why are they praising him? The end of verse six, alleluia for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. God is in control of all things. Then in verses 7 through 10, we see the marriage supper of the Lamb. As we get a picture of this, he says, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Well, as we think about this marriage supper, there is a groom. No doubt it is the Lamb, Jesus Christ. He is the groom. Then we see the bride. Who is the bride? I believe that is the church. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 2, Ephesians 5, 22 through 33, we have the picture of Christ and the church. Then we have a picture of those who are invited. Notice verse number 9, then he said to me, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Who are those who are called? Well, obviously the bride is not invited to her own wedding. She goes with the uh, the groom. They have already worked out this relationship. So who are those who are invited? I believe he's talking about Old Testament saints and tribulation saints. Some controversy around that, but uh, that's that's what I'll hold on to. Then there is this time of celebration. They're celebrating. Blessed are those who are called. There's a blessing with this. In Jesus' day, a wedding celebration depended upon the wealth of the groom's father. And think about God the Father owns it all. This is going to be a great time of celebration. Then in verse number 10, we find John astounded at this angel's message, and he falls before him, and the angel says, hey, don't don't look at me. Worship God. Now in verses 11 through 16, we have a picture of the second coming of Christ. This time Jesus is coming, not in a manger, this time he is coming to conquer. And notice what we find about him. Verse number 11, he is riding a white horse. He is called faithful and true. Notice verse 12, his eyes are like flames of fire. On his head are many crowns. He will have an unknown name. He will be clothed in robes dipped in blood. I don't believe that this is his own blood. Notice back in Isaiah chapter 63 verses 1 through 6, he is called the word of God. Then he is leading armies, notice in verse number 14, and the armies in heaven. Who are these armies? I believe that there are angels, and I believe that there are uh, saints. There are believers that are in this uh, army that he is leading. Then notice with me that out of his mouth comes a sharp uh, sword, verse number 15, that he should strike the nations, and he himself will then rule them with a rod of iron, and he'll tread the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe the name which is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So why is Jesus coming? He's coming to judge, 
to make war, to strike down the nations. He is coming to rule. He is coming to trample the winepresses of God's wrath. He is coming to pour wrath out upon the earth. Now, as we see this battle, notice in verse 17, the angel standing in the sun cries out. There's this weird kind of strange invitation to all the birds that basically some say, come and gather for this supper. You're going to eat the flesh of all the people that oppose me. Now, we just sat down for a Thanksgiving meal a few weeks ago, and we all sat down around a bird. This time, we get the invitation that the birds are invited to come and to devour the flesh of those that oppose God. This battle is going to be against his enemies, verses 18 through 20, and this battle is going to be quick. Then verse 21, as we uh, think about the beast captured, false prophet captured, verse 20, and the rest were killed with the sword, and it says, uh, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh.